WWE Universe, the D-Loop Podcast is now a brand affiliate of WWE Shop with Fanatics. Get all of your latest merchandise from your favorite WWE superstars and wear them proud. So if it's CM Punk, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, L.A. Knight, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, or legends like The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Bret the Hitman Hard, again, you can get all of your favorite merchandise over at Wrestling dot the podcast.com again that's wrestling dot the podcast.com to get all of your favorite merchandise at wwe shop with fanatics this podcast is a believe network and luciete production Welcome to another edition of the D Podcast brought to you by Believe Network. I'm your host, Darren T. Lewis. I hope the week is treating you all well. You know, this past Saturday, I was at the world-famous Monster Factory for Monsters Are Real. And you want to talk about pandemonium that took place this Saturday? My goodness, we had a street fight. Then we had a Texas Tornado uh, tag team match where there was literally eight people in the ring, outside the ring. There was weapons. There was... Kindle sticks, there was everything you can name under the sun, but um, kudos to the uh, new Monster Factory Tag Team Champions, uh, Xander Alexander and the all-hungry Bobby Buffet, and should be a very interesting couple of months to see where this new faction with Goldie, Xander, and uh, Bobby Buffet will uh, bring us. So make sure you all pay attention if you can go to Monster Factory's YouTube channel and you can take a look at our weekly show, Total Wrestling Live, every Friday night. And, of course, our once-a-month shows that we do. But this week, you know, Gabby's back. You know, she's back on the show. And we're going to be breaking down last week's SmackDown, this past Monday's uh, Monday Night Raw, and, of course, this weekend's Elimination Chamber that's taking place in Perth, Australia. And breaking down all the matches and what this means for WrestleMania. So let's not wait any longer. The breakdown of Elimination Chamber with me and Gabby starts right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you know, the one and only Gabby is is gracing us with her presence once again on the d podcast. Gabby, welcome back. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. You know, the road to WrestleMania is uh, ongoing. You know, it's an exciting time for us wrestling fans slash content creators. And I'm sure that all wrestlers involved in the, in the industry as well. You know what I mean? All roads leading to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, you know, this coming April. But you know, I want to touch on, you know, obviously the press conference that took place two weeks ago because, you know, we didn't have an opportunity to talk about it. What was your thoughts on that whole entire event as, you know, as a whole? And what did it mean? What what do you think it's going to lead to? I loved it. I love the production value. I love that they're kind of leaning in a new direction and moving forward with WWE. I mean, TKO has come in and change the landscape that we know of professional wrestling like something like this has never happened before so i wasn't sure what to expect um and i was just i loved it it just it set up a lot of storylines it gave us what we needed it hyped us up for the event and of course it's in vegas like regardless to yes i understand it was super bowl week so like right in vegas but i think that regardless of where they held it 
you would have got the same effect. And I mean, it, even if it wasn't, it's fucking Vegas, right? So like, right. it's gonna go crazy. It's gonna pop. You're gonna get the people there. I loved it. Yeah, and it also helped that you know get the Super Bowl was there. So can you the, can you imagine the overflow of football fans who also mm-hmm. like wrestling was able to go to that too? It was a free event at the T-Mobile Arena. You know, obviously Cody making his decision. You know, so he's going to face Roman Reigns. You know, obviously, and then you know there was some verbiage said between Cody and The Rock and Roman. Rock slaps Cody, mm-hmm. and off to the races we go, which leads us to now this past Friday SmackDown. Where of course the bloodline isn't obviously in the last segment of the segment of the show. The Rock comes out in his electrifying five hundred dollar Versace vest. Now, I mean, when you see that, I'm thinking, okay, it's a cross of corporate Rock and Hollywood Rock, mm-hmm. because obviously Hollywood Rock wore the vest, and of course corporate Rock, then the People's Champ, of course, wore those silk you know, electrifying, you know, $500 shirts that he used to wear with the book, you know, obviously it was button, button open, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, and you want to talk about running down the crowd in Salt Lake City. Oh my God. <laughs> I loved it. It's what we needed. It's literally what I needed from Rocky. Like it just, it clicked. It worked. It was perfect. Perfect. I think a little bit of realism too, considering that, you know, I think some of the, a lot of fans did go sour on the fact of, you know, Rocky and Roman were supposed to have been the main event of WrestleMania, but because of the outpour of ne- the negative press it was getting, what was it, over 400,000 dislikes for that Rock-Roman confrontation? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it was just like, whoa, wait a minute. We thought we were getting Cody and Roman because Cody pointed to the man at the Royal Rumble and said, I'm coming for you. And What's the plan women the Royal Rumble if you're not going to get to name your price? Exactly. So uh, that that was very conf- confusing to me, to the consumer, because in my mind, at the Royal Rumble, I'm thinking, oh, Cody Roman part two, let's go. And now, the and again, nothing against The Rock. I have you know no nothing but love and respect for The Rock. I just mm-hmm. thought that if anything else, The Rock should have been the one that won the Royal Rumble if you were going to go that route. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to give that much more sympathy to Cody. You know what I mean? Now it's like, you no, know, people were, were very, very angry about that decision. Now, on the flip side, you had some pro rock fans that were saying, oh, and they were going with the whole Cody Crybabies thing, which I was thought was like, okay, he's definitely uh definitely going towards the heel route. And then that thing he did at the press conference when he did that whole entire Samoan bloodline family tree, I'm just like, oh my God. There were people that don't even work for WWE that was listed on that family mm-hmm. tree. So mm-hmm. that lets you know how deep that family is in the world of professional wrestling. So it was, I, I just couldn't believe it. But then okay, he comes out and cuts this promo and he's running him down. He's running him down. He's running down Cody. And he said he's making sure that Cody is walking out a loser. And then if you smell, and he said, don't, this ain't sing along with the rock. I was like, okay, <laughs> we're back. We're back. I feel like I'm 21 years old all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he puts up the, everyone puts up the one, but The Rock put up a one with the thumb out. He put up an L. He put up an L. Your thoughts on that? 
obviously it's intentional and I'm curious to where that leads to. So like, I don't know where this is going. Obviously he's going to join the bloodline because he is bloodline. Um, but the L kind of threw me off and I think it's very intentional. So maybe he turns on his, maybe he turns on Roman. I don't know, but I'm going to watch and find out. Yeah. When he said, if you smell what the bloodline is cooking, I said, Oh boy. And to me though, it's, I don't want to say it's out of place, but I think because of the star that the rock is to me, it overshadows Roman mm-hmm. because Roman has been top dog for three and a half years. And it's almost like he's taking a back seat in a sense, mm-hmm. because I mean, Dwayne Johnson is one of the most recognizable people in the world. Mm-hmm. Every corner of planet Earth, everyone knows who The Rock is, who Dwayne Johnson is, and what he stands for. So I hope that this works. It was a good pivot. I will admit that. It was a very, very good pivot. And hopefully this this road to WrestleMania, then, of course, we got Elimination Chamber this weekend, which we'll talk about later on in the show. And hopefully we'll see what happens there. I hope he does make an appearance, but we'll see. But... Of course, this past Monday's uh, Monday Night Raw, you know, it it opened up with Cody Rhodes versus Drew McIntyre. I mean, they start out with a banger. You know what I love? First of all, before we get into this match, mm-hmm. the production value. Oh my! Gosh. I absolutely love the real sports um, approach. Now, they remember that they weird red little like light they used to use over the crowd and like the blue light they would use on smackdown just like little stupid things that were like why are we doing this like right things have improved and the quality is just so much better like you can tell how much people were being held back i agree and i mean think about it like i'll I'll give you an example like when when wrestlers arrive to the arena they get the actual local time of where they are as they're walking into the building, kind of how you see at the NBA before games or the mm-hmm. NFL before games, you see them walking into the building, that type of thing. Um, the angles in which you're seeing, let's say somebody jump off the top rope. Sometimes it's not a wide shot. Sometimes it's up close. So you can really see them jumping off the top rope onto somebody, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or there was one camera angle that I loved. They were coming back from commercial and they were starting in the aisle and they just panned up to the rinks to to the to the apron. Mm-hmm. It was simple, little but stuff. effective. Mm-hmm. So to Triple H and to everyone else involved that's in this new era, and I truly believe it is a new era. Kind of what Hunter was saying at that press conference. I think that meant a lot more than just wrestling. I just think that this post, the the man I'm never gonna. T- utter on the show ever again mm-hmm. post his era i think it's going to go into a, a much better direction from a production standpoint from a creative standpoint thus i think we're going to get one of the greatest eras in the history of the business so far and i'm but here the, for it yeah can't wait but, to enjoy it yeah but the first match um on raw was drew mcintyre and cody rhodes i was thinking okay that was going to be the main event and it wasn't and i'm just like okay and i mean Hard-hitting match from beginning to end. Your thoughts on the match? I mean, it was even... It was... Sometimes these matches are long unnecessarily. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, okay, we're dragging it out. The mm-hmm. match was great from top to bottom. Like, 
everything made sense. It was very hard hitting. It was very heavy. Like it was a great match where at one point you really didn't know who's going to win. And that's something that I look forward to in wrestling, right? Some matches you're like, okay, going into it, I know who's going to win this. I like not knowing who's going to win. And in that match, I really didn't know who was going to win. I didn't either because at first I'm thinking, okay, are they going to have Cody really lose on TV? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they're building up Drew to be this like this this rebellious heel. And he's, I mean, he's to me, he's player hater of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> For those that aren't familiar with the Chappelle show, I urge you <laughs> to watch. Um, I think it was season one of Chappelle show when they talked mm -hmm. about the player hater of the year. There was a Slick Johnson or something. Silky Johnson. Silky Johnson. <laughs> oh man, hilarious, hilarious. But what happens is out of nowhere comes the bloodline jimmy mm -hmm. jimmy uso and uh solo solo does the the, the samoan spike and hits and uh drew hits cody with the claymore and gets pinned for the first, he's lost his first, i mean he hasn't lost a match since the brock match mm -hmm. when brock showed was it, i think brock choked him out mm-hmm was it uh, I can't was the thing was the backlash or I think it was the, the event no I think it may have been um the event in Saudi I think when they were over in Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. I think it's when uh, Brock choked him out which is a safe way to go because I mean you know Brock is extremely huge but nonetheless you know Cody does lose on TV and one one other thing that stuck out to me um after that match was the vignettes for Andrade yes wow like this is how you reintroduce somebody back into the full you know what mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. and does he have to cut this scathing promo no he can do things like that to get noticed absolutely he can do things that can get to the, you know to the next level type thing so i like it and I'm I was first I was hoping that he was gonna join up with the LWO, but I'm like, you know what? Nah. I think that Andrade is um is much better off on his own. And Absolutely. Maybe he doesn't need it anymore. Before I would say he needed it, but now that he's kind of got in, he's got his reps in, he's kind of done some things, he's better with the English language. I think that he's he's okay by himself. Eventually, do I think he'll join the LWO? Probably. Pretty inevitable, but like I'm fine letting him cook by himself right now. Yeah, you're you're right about that. So we had a last chance battle royal for the final spot in the women's elimination um, elimination chamber match. Obviously, you had um, Maxine Dupree, um, Valhalla. You had um, uh, Zia Lee, Isla Dawn, Tegan Knox, Natalia, B-Fab, Zoe Stark, Shayna Baszler, Zelina uh, Vega, Electra Lopez, um, Meechin, um, better known as uh, Maya, Maya, Mia Yim. Chelsea Green, Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell, and a returning Raquel Rodriguez. And Raquel Rodriguez ends up winning the Battle Royal and has the final spot in the Elimination Chamber. Your thoughts on that? I'm glad to see her back. Um, I know she's been through a lot recently, so I'm, I'm yeah. glad to see her back. Mm -hmm. um, I hope that she's able to showcase her talent. I hope that she is being, I don't want to say repackaged, but re-represented. 
Um, she was a beast in NXT, but her main roster debut was very lackluster, in my opinion. Um, so hopefully this is her like coming back to be used in a way that makes sense and showcases her abilities. Do I think she's going to win the Elimination Chamber? No. Um, but it doesn't mean that she can't get over in the Elimination Chamber. I think so. It's all about, it's, you know, as they always say, it's not about going over, it's all about getting over. Mm -hmm. And I remember this must, I forget what year, I don't know if it was 2011 or 2012, but when Drew McIntyre was in the chamber and he was just a wrecking machine mm -hmm. in there. And that's the only thing I remember for that year's chamber match was how much of a, of a wrecking machine that Drew McIntyre was at that time. And I thought he was going to ascend. Then of course they ended up putting him in three and B and you know, the rest mm -hmm. is history. But up next was, Obviously, this is a TKO initiative. Obviously, um, UFC fighter Michael Chandler. Now, I, I watch the UFC. I follow MMA, not just the UFC, but I pay attention to PFL slash Bellator mm -hmm. and some of the other underground um, MMA uh, MMA promotions. And Michael Chandler issues a challenge to Conor McGregor to fight. I I wasn't sure how that all came about i'm sure again that was an initiative from tko me personally i mean i don't know but do you you do you watch um mma i do not um but i know who the people are i follow it enough to like be able to kind of recognize people but i do not watch it yeah it was kind of different for me i wasn't expecting Very. it um i'm curious to where this kind of goes and where this ends up if we're going to truly continue to cross promote which is fine i mean why not cross promote um it just was i wasn't expecting it it was just like very confused you know what i mean like it just was like oh yeah i i i didn't as someone that watches um mma faithfully and the fact that a couple of weeks ago dana white basically said he doesn't know when conor mcgregor is ever going to fight because he's he hasn't even had a camp Mm -hmm. So I was of the I was I've been of the ilk for years that once Connor fought Floyd Mayweather in that boxing fight that his his days of MMA was gonna was was coming to an end because mm -hmm. he he lost a couple of fights after that and I mean I'm just like eh like one trick pony you've seen it so it's mm -hmm. like what well, it is what it is so I don't think he'll ever fight again I could be wrong but I I don't think so and I think they used that platform to um. To, to try to hype up some potential fight between those two. By the way, they were at the Honda Center in Anaheim, California for that Monday Night Raw, and they had just announced a partnership with TKO in that arena. And basically, mm -hmm. um, that is, they're going to do at least three events. They're going to commit the three events there a year. So it could be it could be a Raw, it could be a SmackDown, you know, and the one, it could be, it, again, it all depends. But they said they're, they're at least committing to three events at that venue that used to be the um, Anaheim pond, which housed, which actually hosted two WrestleManias. So WrestleMania 12 and WrestleMania 2000, actually. So that's the, that's that arena there. The Anaheim ducks play there as well. Hockey team. Hmm. But the uh, main event was uh, for the intercontinental championship. Uh, Gunther, who is the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time, defended against main event, Jay Uso and I'm not going to lie to you, I thought, I really, really thought that Jay was going to do it. Same. I, I really did. Someone had peeped that there was some confetti that had fell from the top of the arena. Ooh. 
And they were like, ooh, did they, did some, is something going to happen? You know what I mean? And I was under the impression, like, okay, I think Jay's going to win it tonight. And then right when Jay's going for the pen, you hear the bell ringing. I'm thinking, there's no time limit draw. And it was Jimmy, you know what I mean, that that caused a distraction. And then, of course, you know, Gunther wins, retains the title. And, of course, there's a beatdown after the match with Jimmy and Jay, which I was thinking, okay, this is the setup for WrestleMania. Mania. And honestly, mm-hmm. and honestly, it doesn't need to be for a title. Like when you're when you have a match like like think about it. When Owen wrestled Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10, that wasn't for a title. Correct. You don't that always the, need it. Right. That wasn't that mind you, that was the opening match of WrestleMania 10, which is still one of the greatest opening matches of all time in WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Was Bret Hart and Owen Hart. And that it they didn't need that it wasn't for a title. So I think this is a, this is a grudge match, personal, and I think they're going to steal the show. I don't give a damn what night it's on, night one or night two. That match will steal the show. I think that you know they've established themselves now as true single stars because you know back in the day you couldn't tell them apart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless you knew them, knew them, but you you could clearly you clearly know who Jay is and who Jimmy is. Two different personalities, two different type of gimmicks. I think Jay is the ultimate baby face. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens and how that's going to lead to WrestleMania. This episode of the Podcast is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. As someone who's used Goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Super Green Gummies. The Super Green Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the DLU podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. Now it's leading now to this weekend's Elimination Chamber. Now, for those that are stateside on the East Coast, got to get up a little early. Got to get up a little early. It's starting at 5 Mm a.m. So that means the pre-show is probably going to start at 4 a.m. Won't be there for that. Okay, so yours truly will be up. I'll be I'm I'm going to I'm going to hit the sack a little early Friday night so I can get up nice and early Saturday morning. I may cook me a little breakfast, you know what I mean? Maybe a little something, a little breakfast and um, watch some wrestling. And it starts at 5 a.m. And that's right now there's four matches and one segment. So we'll, we'll talk about the segment first. It was announced this uh, this past week that um, there's going to be a Grayson Waller effect starring Grayson Waller in his home country of Australia, of course, with two special guests, Seth freaking Rollins. And Cody Rhodes. Now, I'm hoping that this could lead to something where they're going to issue a challenge of a tag team match type thing mm-hmm. at WrestleMania against The Rock and Roman Reigns. Your thoughts? Yes. Sorry. Yes, I definitely think that they have to set up that tag team match. I think that tag team match would be night one. Um, 
and it'll lead to us to light too, but you have to kind of, I think the seeds are there, but might as well go ahead and like plant the tree this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Let's do it. I want to see it. Now, do you think that'll main event that'll close out night no, one? No, I think that'll probably open night one. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's going to main event. I mean, at this point, if that main event's night one, I think there's a disservice to the women um, mm -hmm. because the women never actually have closed out WrestleMania. Except um, for except for uh, 37. Exactly. Sasha, Sasha, Sasha and, and uh, Bianca Belair. So I think it's a disservice to have not once again not have the women close when you have two nights. Like, why not? Um, so I do think that'll be night one. It very well might open the show. Um, but also I wouldn't be surprised if they make Cody do double duty and make him fight in the tag team and then pull it off at the end of it and have to do his match with Roman. Um, so I'm kind of curious to how that's going to play out. But well, I do think that the Elimination Chamber winner and Rhea needs to close. I, because Rhea I has agree. proven that she can close. I mean, her match Absolutely. with Charlotte is match of the year. Mm -hmm. And we'll we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, I truly believe now. Obviously, I thought that Grayson was gonna wrestle in his home country. I you know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. But hey, he has his own show. So I mean, why not? Yeah, he gets his shine. Why not? Yeah, but also, I mean, think about the local, you know, the local news outlets that's gonna get eyes on that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of him hosting his own show in his home country. So I think that is that is indeed a positive. So we'll start off with the match for the undisputed tag team titles, you know, the Judgment Day, uh, Mr. Money in the Bank, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor, takes on the new Catch Republic. That's Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Let me just say this. I am so glad that he is back to being the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. Good God. Oh, my God. That Butch thing was just... Mind you... The, the former boss of WWE did not want him to wrestle. Like initially, mm -hmm. didn't want him to wrestle. He just wanted him to be this like I don't know. You ever see Scooby Doo? Remember his nephew Scrappy? Scrappy Doo. Mm -hmm. Look at him. Look at him. That's kind of what he wanted Butch to be. This really scrappy little guy. Because that's how he saw him. Mm -hmm. Instead of seeing the fact that this guy can freaking wrestle. You know what I mean? And for us, you know, old school black and gold NXT. That was one hell of a uh, main event. That was one hell of a match they had at, I think it was TakeOver Chicago in 2017, I mm -hmm. think. Man, they put on one hell of a match. That was still one of my favorite matches from, from the history of the old NXT. But I still say the Judgment Day walks out, the winners. However, however... I think if they were to drop the titles, it'll be because of uh, interference by our truth. Your thoughts? <laughs> oh, truth! I loved his second. By the way, um, Monday night it was perfect. He had the he, he had um, the freaking poncho. poncho. It just it, truth is a national treasure. Protect Marcus, him at all costs. Protect that man. You know, please. protect him. He is the only person who he is the longest reigning WWE superstar. He has not been cut and come back. Like at this point, like just protect truth. Um, I mean, he has been cut and come back, but like people come back multiple times. And he once he got his first cut, he's been good ever since. Right. Um, I don't know. I think that we need to shake it up. You can't have everybody retain. So right. it wouldn't surprise me if they dropped. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that would be an interesting dynamic, but I will say that would be a good way for Damian Priest to focus in on cashing in on somebody. Mm -hmm. And man, oh man, if it happens in WrestleMania in Philadelphia, across the river from the, the, the world-famous Monster Factory where he cut his teeth in this wrestling business, I'm not going to lie, as a Monster Factory guy, I'm probably going to cry. If I love Damian it. Priest walks out as the new world heavyweight champion at WrestleMania, if he cashes in, we'll see. But this, so it's it's kind of a toss up with that match. We just don't know, and that's the beauty right now of the landscape of the WWE is the fact that there are so many things that we're in the dark in now, which I love. I love surprises. I love not knowing because you're kind of like you, you, there's been so many times that we've watched shows and we're like, eh, we can call that. Oh, yep, that's going to happen. Oh, that's going to happen. Not now. Exactly. So, we'll that's what we'll, we'll we'll um tie the bow on that tag team match. Next, we have the women's elimination chamber match and the winner will earn an opportunity to face whoever the women's world champion is at WrestleMania 40. The participants are Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Tiffy Time, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez. And we mentioned won that last chance battle royal um, the other night on Raw. Hmm. Becky. That's what you're thinking? Becky. Um, I think it's now time for Becky to main event, hopefully. I'm putting in the air. Um, I think it's time for Becky to have. I mean, the match that she was in last year, ugh. It just was a match. It wasn't anything strip, special. That was a six-woman tag. Yeah, yeah, it just was. It, it wasn't even good, honestly. Like, it was very a happen type of match. You know I love saying it's a match that happened, but it's a match that happened for me. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, nothing stood out for me. Um, I think it's Becky's time. I think that Becky has earned it, and I want to see Becky and Rhea made of it night one. I could see that happening. Um, I, I could see Becky... Going for it. But the EST. I think she gets a match, but I don't know how she gets her match. I mean, I think yeah. they'd be I think they'd be foolish to leave her out with everything she's got going with this show and just her overall star power. She's the woman, she is the female John Cena. Like I think it'd Absolutely. be foolish to leave her out. Um it's just a matter of who she's gonna face and how it's gonna happen. But I I I think she'll have a mania match. I'm not worried about her. Yeah, I could at first I was thinking, hmm. I said with this, with the, and one of the things that I was saying is that if not Becky, Bianca, only because a we've been wanting to see Bianca and Rhea Ripley in a main event for a women's title because mm -hmm. they were let's let's be real, you know, once upon a time at NXT they were they were they were the ones, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be shocked if if either one of those walks out of there. But I'm leaning again into your point, you know, I think Becky. Because she has that Rocky story happening. And what a place to have that happen at in the city of Philadelphia. So with that, I think, you know, we're on we're on we're on the same page in regards to that, which leads us to the women's world championship match between Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. I love the fact on number one, Nia looks she's in incredible shape now. Mm -hmm. She's confident, which I don't Shout think Charlotte. Hmm. 
shout out to Charlotte. Charlotte is the one who has been getting her together in the yeah, gym and with her did, meal yeah. plan and nutrition. Yep. Like, shout yeah. out to Charlotte. Yeah, because I think Charlotte once upon a time was a personal trainer before she even got into pro wrestling. So interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what she was doing before she, you know, before she got signed. So not I think Naya is confident. Mm -hmm. I couldn't I didn't see that confidence before. I just this thought the best she, run by far. I think she was more or less happy to be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And she was just, eh, I'm happy to be here, happy to be here. Now she has purpose. And you could see it in the confidence of her promos, the, the condescending, you know, type of, you know, verbiage that she throws out out there. You know what I mean? I like it. Um, I still say, because you got two heels, basically. Although Rhea's going to be the baby because obviously she's going to be in her home country of mm -hmm. Australia. And man, that stadium is going to go absolutely bonkers. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if that closes out the show, but then again, you never know because there mm -hmm. is one more match we do have to talk about. But uh, Rhea will overcome Nia Jax and retain the championship, and I think setting up night one's main event because I think, to your point, you know, obviously this match last year was WrestleMania Charlotte and Rhea Ripley was one of the Dilu podcast matches of the year. Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley, that mm -hmm. was, I mean, just wa I watched that back and it's just like, man, you could, you can literally just tell they were wrestling with a chip on their shoulder mm -hmm. that whole entire, from the they had a point to prove. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. From the entrances all the way to the end of the match. And mm -hmm. Charlotte sitting out, sitting out the ring, you know, smiling was like, more or less say, all right, follow that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's, so that'll do it for that match. And of course we have, the men's elimination chamber match with the participants of the the new uh, player of the year, player hate of the year, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, yeah, KO, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Now, uh, there's a dilemma I have. Okay, tell me about it. My heart says L.A. Knight, but I think my brain says Drew McIntyre only because of the fact that I don't think having Seth and another babyface at WrestleMania is really gonna, you know what I mean? I don't really think it's gonna do it. And this is nothing against L.A. Knight by any stretch. Now, if L.A. Knight was a heel, then, eh, okay. I can see it, but I think right now the way they're positioning Drew, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I true. think that, yeah, I truly believe that he's going to be the one that's going to walk out of an elimination chamber, the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship to set up the match against Seth Rollins. Now, once again, you know, I think that'll be a perfect segue if when that match does happen for Damian Priest to cash in. Yeah, he's got to cash in here soon. Absolutely. So, like I said, that that's the that's the gist of it. It's crazy how the Royal Rumble was only four matches. Now, Elimination Chamber is only four matches. But if you want to count the the Grayson Waller effect as a fifth match, be my guess. It's just a segment. But you know, I truly think that you know they're they're really they're, they're I think they're just saving all the ammo for WrestleMania. I think they're mm -hmm. trying to just okay. Like there's no Roman on this 
on this event. But again, The Rock does live in Hawaii, mm -hmm. which I didn't realize he was back in the live in Hawaii. So would it shock me any if Rock and Roman shows up during the Grayson Waller effect? Nope. Because I remember clearest day um the the one month before WrestleMania 1 before any ma any matches were announced there was a, an event on MTV called War to Settle the Score mm -hmm. Roddy Piper and um Hulk Hogan for the WWF championship and it ended in utter chaos you know Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff comes in the ring and uh, and all of a sudden Mr. T gets in the ring and you want to talk about pandemonium because again, like I said, this event was on NTV, which was huge in 1985. This is when the rock and wrestling era was at its apex, because you had Cindy Lauper that was that was involved. You had you, you had all these other outside, you know, into they were starting to let the outsiders in a little bit because you know back in the day, you know, outsiders weren't really a part of wrestling because mm -hmm. of the hidden secret of what wrestling was. It was a work. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So they were very selective on who was invited in, so to speak. But Water to Settle the Score is kind of reminding me of what's happening now at uh, Elimination Chamber Perth. Because I mm -hmm. believe this is going to be the blasting cap for what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Your thoughts? Um, I agree. I, I really think that Finally, like we've said multiple times in the show, we don't know what's going to happen. And you may think you know, but there's always that new twist to things now, right? Mm -hmm. um, things aren't always as they seem. So I would love, like I said, some surprises to come out of this. Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't surprise me if The Rock showed up. Obviously, he can fly private. He can fly under under the cloak of invisibility. Um Unless he, was flying, unless he was flying with Taylor Swift. We ain't going to talk about that right now. <laughs> unless someone's tracking him like that. But oh, that's my kind of, God. Yeah, weirdos. That's um, weird. yeah. Um, So I wouldn't surprise me either way. I think that they have to do something because they advertise Punk for this, and obviously Punk will not be there. So it wouldn't surprise me if they had to pull a rabbit out of their hat to kind of balance the fact that Punk's not going to be there. I think Punk might actually end up being... Um, I mean, he's been there, but they, they advertised him as a match, right? And, like, right. he's obviously not there. I mean, he was a SmackDown um, and at Raw. So, like, I think he'll be there. He seems to travel. He seems to enjoy this newfound happiness where he gets to, I hate to say coach, but kind of coach the newbies. So, I think he'll be there, but he can't be involved in how they presented him to be. So, I think right. there needs to be some balance in that. So, I think they're going to give us a surprise or two to kind of be like, I'm sorry, we promised you guys a puck match. Can't give it to you, but I can give you the rock. I can give you Roman. Um, I can give you a quick promo or a quick video or something. Like, I think there'll be some balance in there with that. Um, so, I'm kind of curious to how they'll play this out. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, they're expecting a huge turnout, you know, at um, Optus Stadium out there. You know, this event was, was announced, what was it, September? It was announced mm -hmm. that this event was going to happen. And of course, that was the same day that some of those releases happened. And I feel horrible that Emma isn't a part of this event because, you know, she is from Australia. And also, I wish the Iconics were still with the WWE oh same. because they would have all oh, they would have been huge over there. You know what I mean? But like I said, you know, this this is going to be, I feel, the blasting cap for WrestleMania 40. And, you know, I am so amped. For, for WrestleMania season this year for so many reasons. And 
I, I again, it feels like a new company. It feels like a, it feels like I was telling, I was, when I was at, uh, I had a Monster Factory event on uh, this past Saturday. Shout out mm -hmm. to uh, my, my family at the Monster Factory Pro Wrestling. And I was letting one of the young wrestlers know, I said, this build up to WrestleMania 40 reminds me of the build up to WrestleMania 1. I just mm -hmm. feel it. I can still remember being six years old and remembering how that buildup was you you did you you wanted to see this on closed circuit television but there was no pay-per-view back then <laughs> you know what i mean there was no streaming you had to go to a theater or an arena to watch it on the screen back then so to to experience that and then 40 39 40 years later experience this it just feels you could just feel it you really really can but before we get out of here, you know, as always, you know, let the people know and remind them all where they can find you on social media and what podcast you host, the whole, the whole nine yards. All right. You guys can find me on social media at Hi Gabby, H-I-I-G-A-B-I-I. -I -I -I. You can catch me every Monday on the Mid Carters and Catering Podcast. And coming soon, you will catch me on my own podcast. Um, I will... Get more information about that in the near future. Um, but there are some pretty cool things um, I have lined up. And I look forward to bringing Derek on and bringing you all with me on this new journey. But you'll still see me here on the Daily Podcast. I'm not going anywhere. I'm still That's around. That's right. And, <laughs> and like I said, and like I told you before, you don't, you don't have to ask. You just say, hey, I need you here. And I'm there. So no no, Love no that. doubt about it. And um, like I said, you were an incredible contributor to this show. And like I said, as this show grows, you know, you're coming along with it. And all we're going to do as content creators is uplift and, you know, and, and and be an anchor for each other, be a support system for each other. Because that's that's how we that's how we thrive. You know, that's how mm -hmm. we thrive in this business. And, you know, someday you just never know where you may find me and Gabby. Hey, you for all you may find us on, on Sirius XM someday. You never know. You never know. Because we are we because we are fans of Busted Open. Oh, and by the way. I was at Busted Open Radio's um Dave LaGreca laminated um event. Laminated list. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, I was there. And let me tell you, Mark Henry, <laughs> he he truly missed his calling as a stand-up comedian because man, oh man, I was in stitches. I'm serious. I love that. I was in stitches. Um kudos to Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, um, Flavor herself, Tasha Steeles, Dave's brother Don LaGreca that showed up. Also, Kyle Lewis was a stand-up comedian who who opened up the show. You know, he. But we're we're big uh, uh, listeners and um, loyalists of Busted Open. We're part of the Busted Open Nation, and I know they've been really trying to push Busted Open twenty four seven. I put in my New Year's resolution. I said, hey, if they ever do that, I want to I want to have a show on on Sirius XM on Busted Open when they eventually have their own channel. I believe that I'm manifesting that and I would love for us to to have a spot on that, you know, on that network when that when that eventually does happen. Because I truly believe because right now Busted Open is the face of serious um, XM sports. Mm -hmm. They had a billboard in Times Square. They're doing big business mm -hmm. right now. So I would love to hopefully if that if that does happen and they, they need people to fill time slots or whatever. I love Gabby and yours truly to to have to have a spot on there. We're claiming that. that absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys. But um, well, as always, thank you so much for coming on, and um, we'll be talking soon so we can recap next week's episode about what happened at Elimination Chamber.
Well, that does it for this week's edition of the DLU Podcast. Again, I want to thank Gabby for stopping by to uh, break down an Elimination Chamber for this coming weekend. You know, I definitely appreciate all of her contributions and what she continues to do. And again, I hope you all can get up at 5 a.m. if you're on the East Coast, you know, to watch some wrestling. Hey, listen, you know, anytime that uh, New Japan has, you know, events, you know, I get up pretty early. Get up at 3 a.m. to watch, so 5 a.m. wouldn't be too bad, so... Make sure you check that out. Regarding the store, um, shop.daratlewis.com, you know, I'm still in the process of finding a home. I'm narrowing it down to a few um, platforms that not only gives me the option to have hoodies and t-shirts, but also some novelty items like mugs and, and all types of things. So be on the lookout for that as that is coming sooner than later. The podcast that you're listening to, the DLU podcast on Believe Network. Again, I appreciate all of you for your continuous love and support of this podcast. Um, if you haven't done so already, just subscribe, no matter which platform that you're on. All platforms, no matter what, hit that subscribe button and you'll get all new content every single time. Every single Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. My single and music video, Espacion, again, you can stream it, you can watch it on a multiple platforms. As a matter of fact, it's been entered in several film festivals, including there's one in Germany that it's, uh, it's been submitted to and a few others. So within the next uh, month or so, I should know whether or not it's going to be entered in a few more film festivals. So keep your fingers crossed. Well, I'm going to get out of here. And as I always say, no matter what it is you do in life, Always remember to make it count. See you next time.